That's right. The Into the Flow podcast starts right now. All right, uh, Flomies, hope you guys are doing good. This is Gabe from Gabe Spotless Window Cleaning, and uh, I have uh, Jimmy Jones from Jones Window Works in Philadelphia. We're gonna, he's going to be our interview this week. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time out, Jimmy, to, to talk with us a little bit. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, well, you know, you're a really uh, valued member of, of ITF. Uh, you really help a lot of people out, and we really appreciate your posts and the suggestions that you offer. So I'm glad that we have some time to, to talk. Have you ever done an interview uh, before, a podcast or anything like that? Uh, yeah, when, we first, when I first started, uh, kind of a funny story. i not a very good at interviews. And <laughs> yeah, we were probably in business just a few months. And the lady that we were doing this house for, she said, oh, you know, I work for this radio station or she does, they did a little show on Sunday mornings about finances and stuff. Oh, sure. She said, we'd love, we'd love to have, you know, small business kind of talk to you. At that time I was doing a group a Groupon and she was wanted to talk about Groupon and how that works. And mm-hmm. so I went in and I, I ended up having a fever that day. I felt terrible. And I sat down and it was her and this other guy, he owned several restaurants, kind of a big wig, or at least he thought he was. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. I sat there and they just tore me apart. And oh. I felt terrible. I was I left there and I called my wife. I was like, oh like what were I they think tearing we just you lost apart business? About? <laughs> what were uh, they tearing you apart about? At the time, you know, I was young, we were just starting out and I was doing it part time and they were he, he, especially the guy who was just like, oh man, you're, you're basically a loser. You know, I, I work what? to take care of my family. Oh my you're gosh. out there doing nothing. <laughs> oh, Never talked about Groupon. The whole Never time. talked to it. Oh, you should have said, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, um, I'm here to talk about Groupon. That's why I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. here. Oh man, that's, yeah, it was rough. Well, I, I promise so you. Hopefully today will be better. Yeah. I will be so much easier on you than, uh, than the <laughs> Mr. Loser guy there. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've known Jimmy actually for years. Uh, he's from t- the Tucson area. Uh, he was one of my friendly competitors. So uh, he works down here. We, we actually collaborated on a few jobs quite a bit. And, uh, uh then he, you made a big move, right? You made a move to Philadelphia. Um, so tell me what that, what that's like. Cause I know Tucson's a very unique market. I imagine yeah. Philly's a pretty uh, unique market as well. Yeah. When we, so we moved here, uh, about two and a half years ago and, I had intentions originally of starting window cleaning here. Mm-hmm. And then we got here and it was just so different. You know, in Tucson, I'd say 90% of my work was one story. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I could use a step ladder to do most jobs. And I came here and everything was two and a half, three stories and grass and trees and a lot more obstacles and older homes and I just said uh, I don't think I want to do window cleaning anymore <laughs> and so for about uh yeah about nine months I didn't do it I was trying to do something else and then I got asked to do a job and do some windows and I did it and I was like yep yeah, this is what I want to do so yeah that's when we restarted here Oh, very cool. So how did you get started in doing windows anyways? Like what was your intro into the window cleaning world? Um, So I was working a lot for an engineering company. I did the QC and 
uh, for projects down at the college or on the freeway and stuff. And I was just working a lot. I was working, you know, 70 plus hours a week, a lot of times. And the schedule was awful. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you'd come home, sleep for two hours, and then I have to be out on another project. And yeah. so I, I just wanted to get away from that. And so then I started working for some person I knew and they did cleaning. That's what I wanted to do. And they were going to hire me more of like a higher part-time. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being more pest control and carpet cleaning. Oh, And that relationship kind of went south. They were a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the scientific yeah. term? <laughs> yeah. It was uh, like 110 degrees outside and, you know, you're carrying the pesticide backpack and everything and it was hot. So, and I ran out of water. So I went to the store to get water and they saw me and they said that I was stealing. Holy cow. And, and then after that, they cut my hours to only working like three hours a week. Whoa. And so we did that for a while. And I told Chris, I said, you know, that we should just work for ourselves. And I, I had signed a non-compete thing with them, but you know, in Arizona, it doesn't matter. Right. I, in fact, I signed it cause it's a right to work state. I signed it. He said, this is just your word. And then he tore it up. Um, <laughs> so I, I still wanted to like live up to that. I had done some cleaning for them, but I hadn't done any windows and I had done some windows in the past we're tight on money and stuff. And I knew we could start that pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. And I had a big collection of Legos. I sold the Legos and <laughs> bought what I needed and Lego funded business. Started. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Very cool. So um, you got started. Um, like how long did it take for you to, to kind of get settled where you felt like, okay, uh, this is going to be able to support my family. Um, I, know you, I know in the interview you mentioned you were just working part-time. So did that last for a little while? That's all, I, I, that's all I did. Yeah. I, we just lived on beans and rice. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, uh, I, I did a group on, I was having a hard time. I, I made up little printed flyers and I just wasn't getting any work. Right. So I did a group on and you learn real fast doing that. Cause it, and you weren't making anything, nope. but I did that for about a year. Well, why don't, why don't I Groupons? give you an opportunity now to express your thoughts on Groupon since the other guy didn't let you, didn't even ask <laughs> you. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on Groupon, on the marketing strategy and, and uh, planning of that? Do you think it can work? Because I know I've done it as well, not for window cleaning, but for another side uh, business that I was trying to start. And I just, I just found it to be terrible. It was just a terrible, at least for the, for the business owner, for Groupon, it's fine, of course, but you, you burn bridges quite a bit with that business model, you know, uh, through, yeah. uh, through businesses. So what, what was your experience and, and uh, did it help at all? I mean, was there any, any benefit to it? I think because we were, I was so new, I didn't know what to do. It, it definitely was good then. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, if you can do it without, I personally think that you shouldn't, I mean, that was 10 plus years ago, maybe Groupon's changed some, but <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, that is a no um it, it was just it was tough because there's a lot and i didn't read all this fine print right exactly you know that's what they i had 
signed up for selling a certain percentage. I don't remember what it was, 500 or something mm-hmm. packages, and they can double that. Oh, wow. Even you sign, sign up, if they have the ability to sell up to t- two times, they will. And that's wow. what happened. So we that. were just doing it for so long. Wow. But we did get some good customers from it. Um, what, what percentage? I mean, I know you obviously don't have numbers in front of you, but what would you guess uh, of those Groupon customers became like regular customers? Maybe like 20%. Yeah, man, <laughs> mine was more like 10%. And that's that's what was yeah. frustrating because you're you're giving such a break. And the idea is that, hey, I'm these guys are going to love me so much. They're going to use me and pay regular yeah. price. And that's not who the Groupon customers are. They're going to look for another yeah. Groupon you know, and that's, that's their, their goal. So you end up, like you say, just flying through these deals and maybe for me, like I said, it was about 10% actually called yeah. back. Yeah. yeah it, it was probably, yeah, 10, 20%. It wasn't very many. I think what I got a lot of was people that were moving. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're just looking yep. for a cheap deal. Exactly. So it's like a guarantee. You can't even call the people back. So Yep. There was a lot of that. And, and, and I also got a lot of, um, uh, no, I use, I did use for the, the window cleaning business. I used, um, uh, it was like an Amazon offshoot that I don't know. I don't even know if they still do it or not, but it was like a Amazon deals type thing. They were kind of trying to ride the, you know, piggyback the wave of the, of the group on. And mm-hmm. then I did also, um, what was, no, I guess it was just Amazon. I, I did a couple other deals, but they weren't like the the Groupon model like the Amazon was. And mm-hmm. what I found was a lot of them were houses that hadn't been cleaned in like 10 years. Yeah. So you're not only giving them a discount um, off of, you know, a, a number of windows, but now you're dealing with, you know, buildup that's been on there for 10 years or they've got security bars or they've got solar screens um, or, you know, it's a house is cluttered and you're working around all of this junk, you know, just to get mm-hmm. to the glass. So I, I just, I never, you know, the, it just never worked out, you know, it was never. And when I stopped, I couldn't stop fast enough, you know, cause I had like yeah. a year, a year agreement with them uh, that <laughs> yeah. on this deal. And, uh, man, I mean, I, but you know, the, 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 of that 10%, I still have them calling me though. I still yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, so I, every once in a while I'll have a customer make a, you know, appointment and I'll look and it'll say Amazon customer, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> Hey, you know, it was only 10%, but the ones that did stick, did stay, stay with me. You yeah. Know? And then you get and, referrals. Yeah. You get referrals so. from them. So it, it wasn't all bad, but yeah, the business model itself, especially for a new business, I think it can, it can sink you. You know, one of the benefits yeah. I had was I've been around for a while. So I did have a pretty solid customer base. So, um, I could kind of eat the loss a little bit, you know, um, mm. It still wasn't something that I'd ever do again, um, yeah. but at least I had something to ride on uh, while I was giving away these, you know, nearly free cleanings. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, so, you know, I, I still had income and, you know, so, but I can see for a new business who's relying on, on Groupon or, or uh, Living Social, or one of these other places, I could just sink them really easy. I, I understand yeah. restaurants have a real difficult time with that as well, that it just, it yeah, just really I don't know. I, sometimes I think like, I, I wonder about the business that does them. Like, are they going out of business? Cause right. I mean, you, you like just a, don't make anything on it. It's like a last ditch effort just to kind of, yeah. Yeah. Stay open. Yeah. I'm sure that's the case with a lot of them. Cause a lot of times I'll see restaurants on there and then, you know, you don't ever see them again on there. So yeah. It could be, could and be. you kind of be careful too, like putting in a lot of one thing I would do if uh, anybody was wanting to do it is put in a lot of exclusions, mm-hmm. you know, or, 
be yeah. very specific. Be very specific. I, I ate a few jobs that were way bigger because I, I just had it pretty generic. Live and learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When, when, uh, when I went to uh, the IWCA convention, uh, one of the things that, and I can't remember which seminar it was, was talking about one, one way that you could use Groupon is, uh, like you mentioned, have it specifically for a certain area of your town. Mm. So um, the ones, you know, your prime customers, the ones that you want to get, have it very small, maybe even just one zip code, one or two zip codes, but your your ad still goes out around. You know, and so when they send emails or they send notifications on your on their phone, um, your name still pops up, uh, even though that that deal doesn't apply to the to everybody. It only uh, applies to a very small segment. So even yeah, though you are giving deals, you're giving them to the to the area of town that you want. You know, the customers mm-hmm. that you really are trying to get, and you're also getting free advertisement through Groupon. Now I haven't done that myself, so I'm only speaking on on what has been told me. You know. But that yeah. was one strategy that someone uh, seemed to have yeah, uh, used, utilized. Uh, but so you do. You went to Philadelphia. Um, I, I noticed on your post you do a lot with water-fed pole work. You know, I, I imagine that's probably a big portion. Would you say you use it on every job, or or is it something you pull out just when you need it? I probably use it at least ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent. Yeah. So because you're dealing There's, with three-story houses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And. There's like, the only times I don't really use it is uh, if it's a construction cleanup, I try normally mm-hmm. won't. And uh, sometimes like in the winter, people will have their water shut off and they just don't want you turning it back on. Sure. sure. And so I'll do it by hand. Okay. And so uh, um, the, the, your mindset has to change then. Cause like you said in Tucson, I mean, we're all pretty much trad, you know, cause we're all single story. We can get in there. Um, so, so what's your, how have you seen your mentality change as a window cleaner going from a single story, you know, mostly dust that you're dealing with here in, in Arizona, uh, to now going to the city and you're probably dealing with some grime and some other things, uh, you know, city stuff that we, we didn't have to mess with here in Tucson. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I tried, to, I mean, you can do it traditionally here too. There's people that do, I just had a few issues where I was using ladders and because there's so much grass and lots of slopes, it just didn't feel very safe. Um, so that's why I decided, you know, we wanted to move more this direction, keep us on the ground. I felt safer. Uh, so I think that mentality of like how we have to approach a house has changed. Mm-hmm. And the water fed for me has helped uh, just because I feel a little bit more confident and comfortable doing these homes. Sure. Uh, and and it's crazy in Arizona, you could pull out almost, I could almost pull out any screen from the outside. And I'd say 75% of the houses I do here, they all have to be done on the inside. Hmm. So it's not even a big deal having to go up. You know, it's not like I have to go up to the second floor to pull out the screen or anything. Hmm. I have to do it from inside anyways. Right, right. So so what, what adjustments have you had to make uh, with this whole COVID um protocols that we were having to follow i mean what what changes have you made i mean how's it affected your work since obviously you're, you're having to go inside the house right if you have to go inside to remove screens yeah uh so right now we're still trying to primarily do exterior 
And a lot of people are preferring that anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I, I normally tell people that, you know, they can remove the screens and if they can't get them off, are they comfortable with us going inside? Mm -hmm. And right now we wear the disposable booties, gloves, and a mask whenever we enter a house. And so that's changed. You know, that's not something we did before. Right. And I, I think even moving forward though, we'll still, I don't know about the mask all the time, but in gloves and stuff like that, I think mm -hmm. the booties, I've always done booties. Yeah. Well, so, so have we. Yeah. So those are things that have changed a little bit and I try pushing the contactless payments. I, I prefer it anyways. Mm -hmm. Just easy. Yeah. Um, but those are kind of the things we've done in that direction. And, and then just trying to promote the exterior cleaning. Got it. Very cool. Very good. Well, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here, uh, Jimmy, is um, we had just a little, t a little chat about pivoting, you know, um, right now it's kind of the, the buzzword, you know, as soon as uh, COVID hit and April came and everyone's work just plummeted, you know, that was the word. And, and I, man, I was one of the ones saying it, you know, oh, we got to pivot, we got to pivot, we got to make changes. Um, and we are actually very similar in that we ended up not doing any pivoting <laughs> and, um, we're kind of glad we didn't. So, uh, well, I wanted you to express a little bit of kind of what you had told me about your reasoning, um, and what are some of the benefits? Cause we're not saying that pivoting is bad. Um, mm -hmm. and, and certainly we know some even in, in ITF, uh, who have made changes or at least have, have directed their energy towards other services that they offer more than the window cleaning because those services have been able to be utilized. Uh, whereas window cleaning is probably not viewed as something as much of a necessity. Um, right. so, so, so what, what, tell me a little bit about your thought process. Cause I know you went through a similar thing as me of wondering whether you needed to, to change or add a service or do something uh, different than what you were already doing. Uh, one thing I would say to start with is as much as Facebook and social media can be very helpful, it can also be a, a big enemy because mm -hmm. I'm seeing everybody talking about pivoting and I'm thinking, yeah, I don't have work either. You know, I, I should be thinking about this too, if I'm going to keep up with the, the process. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of stepped back even from social media for a few weeks because that's, that's all I was thinking about. How are we going to do this? Mm -hmm. And I did start looking at, um, you know, what we would do, uh, who we would market to, what kind of services we could offer. Uh, but then I, I thought about it and my concern was if we pivoted too soon and too far of a direction from what we were doing, that we wouldn't be able to maintain what we're doing or, or our quality and something would have to give. Yeah. And especially if we were going to be uh, putting towards money, towards pivoting, you know, buying new equipment or new advertising, I, I feel because it's just me, me and my wife, that that's what we had to go fully into. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, because we're just not at the point where we could have an employee. So if window cleaning came back busy, I wouldn't, I'd have to balance the two or drop one. And I just didn't want to do that sure. right prematurely. Right. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it's funny is I, I kind of went through a little bit of this um, years ago, uh, that business that I was mentioning uh, that I use Groupon for, uh, it was actually wheelchair cleaning. I don't know if you remember me, me doing that. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. um, I had a friend who was, uh, he's, he repairs the, the motorized wheelchairs and he is the one who actually suggested to me. And, and at the time um, I, it was just me. And I think I had uh, one other uh, worker, one other part-time guy. And uh, I was just looking for something to do in the summer. Cause we, you know, we slowed down in, in Tucson so, so badly uh, during the, when the monsoon season comes and the snowbirds mm-hmm. have gone back home and it's just really, really dead. So I was looking for something to do. And he's the one who suggested, well, you know, you're already cleaning stuff. You've got cleaning materials. Why don't you look into doing, you know, wheelchair cleaning? And I had never thought about it. So I looked into, we did a bunch of research and, um, you know, it, it looked really interesting. Nobody was doing it. I mean, nobody was, the, the need was really big. I mean, it, I, I still feel like it's a, it's a huge overlooked uh, segment. But yeah. the problem that I had is that the people who are making the decisions are not the same as windows. You know, window cleaning, mm. you talk to the client, the, the homeowner, they make the decision, they pay you, it's like end of process. But with wheelchair cleaning, uh, it's, not, it's not the customer because the, the customer is usually a, a parent, an elderly parent, um, or a child who has special needs. And they're not the ones making the decision. It's the parents or it's the, the children, you know, the grown children. Um, or if they're uh, sometimes in a facility, it's, it's the, the actual facility who's, making, who's deciding right. which companies get to come in and do work. So it was um, a really interesting, whole different dynamic than window cleaning. And of course it happened in the summer. So I had plenty of time. So I just threw myself into it. I, I probably invested about $2,500 worth of, uh, of equipment to get this started. And it was really exciting. I mean, I was, I really felt like I was doing something that uh, one I believed in that I thought was uh, an important uh, need an important service. Mm-hmm. But what happened is then windows got super busy. You know, as soon as the, the fall came, we got busy. And mm-hmm. now I'm kind of weighing what I'm making. So I'm going from making 25 to $30 an hour cleaning a wheelchair, you know, to, you know, 75 to $150 an hour cleaning windows, you know, depending on the job. Right. And I just could not justify doing it, you know, and I hung in there as much as I could and I cut back advertising and I really, I kept it going for about a year. I ended up selling the business uh, to another guy who um, was interested in it. Um, but I learned a lesson at that time, you know, that no matter how good of an idea it is and and no matter how you think it's going to work out, um, like, just like what you said, when the windows come back, that takes priority because there's really very few things that you're going to make as much money doing that. You know, I know some people do like soft wash and they do gutter cleaning and and they say that that's actually a lot more money, but in our area in Tucson, there's no, there's no market for that, you know? Yeah, not even for I I added on gutter cleaning to try and help with that, and I I mean I hardly get calls. You know, during the start of the monsoons, I'll get some calls, but then mm. that's about it. You know, um, so yeah, it, it's it's one of the things is is the investment of the time and energy and money to start uh, this side thing, this pivot, only to have it run out, its usefulness run out. You know, yeah, and I think that's what we're seeing right now, right? I mean, you said you've gotten pretty busy uh, just in the last, yeah, so yeah. Uh, At- I think too, another concern is, is making sure that whatever you pivot to is at least closely related to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think if you, if you go too far off of the type of service you're doing, that, that's going to sink you too, or has the potential of sinking you because now the customers you had, it, nothing's connected anymore. Right. And that could be a concern too. Yeah, uh, certainly. I, I think uh, there, when, when if you add a service on, if you can do any type of cross marketing, 
uh, that is, that is really helpful, you know, because mm -hmm. now you're dealing with people who already know your quality of work. You know, if you're starting from scratch, like when I, with the wheelchair cleaning, I mean, those people didn't know me from Adam, you know, they didn't know mm -hmm. who I was. They didn't know I was just showing up offering a service, but if you can offer clients who you already have a, a established relationship with, and then they're happy with your work, offering another service, you know, is, is kind of an easy sell, you know, especially yeah. if it's something that, they, that you can tell that they need. Oh, very good. So, um, so now that you're busy, uh, well, let me, well, let me ask you this. Did you have any pivot ideas in mind, uh, back in April? Cause I, I did have one myself. I'll, I'll share mine as soon as you tell me what you had. So I had two ideas. I, I had done construction cleanup in the past mm -hmm. and construction still going on to some extent. So I had thought about doing that and kind of offering, um, sanitation, mm -hmm. uh, just, yeah sanitation and i've also done like model homes in the past and i thought that would be nice you know because there's some bigger builders here if you're offering this and you know hey we come in and i was looking at like foggers and stuff to you know because you do that a couple times a week that's nice and potentially offices so still staying in cleaning but not really in windows right very cool. So I, my idea was opening a delivery service. You know, that was right at the beginning of, of April when everyone was afraid to go into the stores. And yeah. um, I had already called, uh, we had already called a lot of our customers and just had offered free delivery. And we, and we just told them, Hey, look, if you need stuff and you feel like you're, you know, uh, um, immune uh, uh, suppressed or, or just, you know, worried because mm -hmm. of your age, you know, if you just give us a list, we'll go pick it up. We'll, we'll drop it off after work, you know? Um, and, and we offered that to a lot of people and no one, no one took us up on it. Um, but that was kind of planning the thing. And I had talked to actually several people on ITF, just kind of bounce ideas off of them. You know, thankfully in the end, I decided not to do that. Um, because now we're, now we're busy. Now I need to hire, right. <laughs> you know, now I'm like, I'm looking for one more guy, uh, that yeah. I need to hire, uh, to, to kind of keep going. I mean, my, my goal is to get off the glass. That's, that's where I want to, I want to work one or two days a week. And, yeah. um, I, have put in my 40, 50 hours for, you know, too long. And now it's just time for me to start gearing my business in that direction. So I just was thinking, man, if I had gone th through with that, I mean, it might've right. been successful, but now that's just another thing that's added. That's taking me away from my long-term goal, you know, because mm -hmm. I would have to have my hands in that because it's a brand new, uh, division, right. you know, it'd be a brand new division of my business. Uh, and, uh, you know, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm devoting more time to something uh, when I, I have, you know, a business that's already doing well and, and I'm close yeah. to getting it. I don't want to say automated because I don't like that. I don't like that term because I still, I still feel like we have a human aspect to it and I, I want to keep that, that feel, but uh, to where it can run without me needing to be uh, uh, so hands-on, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I can have it function. That's so, funny because it was your idea. I had offered the same thing to several of my clients and nobody called. So I was yeah. like, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny is we had people call and ask, not for a free service. Oh, really? They're like, yeah, could we, you know, would Gabe deliver? And we'd pay him, we'd pay him money for it. But I mean, we were just trying to figure out how much could we charge? Because, you know, Instacart mm -hmm. and, and all these other established places were pretty cheap, you know? And, yeah. and I'm like, well, I know that they wouldn't mind paying more, but how much more, you know? And then how if, you know, I was just kind of going through the whole efficiency process of, well, they'd all have to order from one store. They'd all have to call ahead. What if, you know, 
things were wrong and now we're stuck with trying to you know switch things right. out and we would have to check all the orders and then we'd have to you know sanitize and disinfect everything before we dropped it off and you know who am i going to get to do that am i going to have one of my t- window t- you know it's just it just ended up yeah. becoming real complicated uh so i i backed off but i was seriously looking into it you know especially at that particular time it looked like it was something that might be able to just get us through it you know yeah Sorry, my the camera. It looks like I have a terrible spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> the sun, the way it's coming well, in. You know that Philadelphia beach out there. You just you, you <laughs> yeah, got to stay you away know. from that. You know, got to take care of yourself. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, you know, because you you had to lay a few off or furlough them during this time. I did. Uh, um, did you have any issues with them wanting to come back? Yeah. Yeah, I still yeah. have issues. I still have issues with it. Yeah. How has that uh, well, um, changed you? I don't want to get into too many details just because I, I have relationships with those individuals still, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one, I, I did end up letting go because, um, and, and, you know, we, we were one of the recipients of the PPP loan, which mm-hmm. um, with all the trouble and all the headache and, and everything that everyone's complained about, I have to say it, it saved my business. I mean, it's it, it's kept me afloat. Uh, you know, we had gone. So uh, just talking long-term goals again, our goal for our business was to get all of our business loans paid off by the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. So I think it was going to be like the mid January, 2021, uh, uh, the payment arrangements that we had, we would be debt free at that time, including vehicles. Nice. So we were really excited about that. And then of course COVID hits and I'm just like, oh, you know, so I lose right. April which as you know, in Tucson, well, actually early March and April, you know, yeah, that's, months. that's spring cleaning. That's, we make that money there so that we can live off of that in the spring you know, and then mm-hmm. it's in the summer, summer when we're slow. So I'm losing, I lost two months of my, of my cushion. I was really, you know, upset. Uh, like I said, I, I, you mentioned I had to lay off uh, quite a few, well, I laid off two of my techs and then one office person um, mm-hmm. had to furlough them. So thankfully with my office person, um, we got the PPP, she was only on, on, uh, uh, unemployment for one week and then she came back right away, which was really helpful because, um, I, I can't do that. I can't do the phones anymore. (laughs) I can't do the scheduling. I mess things up now. You know, it's, it's so, it's so complicated, um, that they, they hate when I, I mess with the schedule. So that was, that was real. I was really glad I could bring her right back because she's, she's a key part of our, our running our office. Um, but then, yeah, the other guys, they want to come back, you know? Yeah. I've heard about that. That's, they, well, they cited Crazy. COVID concerns, you know, which, you know, I, I, I respect for sure. I mean, it, it is, but yeah. uh, then nobody would go to work if there was, if that was really a, a, yeah. a thing, you know, but again, they each had, they each had particular circumstances that I believed them, you know, and, and mm. I respected that. Um, so one guy may still come back for me. Um, I, I gave him pretty much like a month. I just said, Hey, you know, figure out what you're going to do. Um, I, yeah. I have this window where I can still take you back. If not, then I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, go elsewhere. And I told him I'm looking, so I am trying to hire right now. I've got a couple leads. Um, mm-hmm. and so I want to be fair to him, but I also needed him to be fair to me that I couldn't just yeah. put my business on hold, uh, while he's trying to figure out what to do on that. So that, that was tough. And I know there's a lot of business owners going through the same thing. I was reading an article in where, I mean, people were angry at their bosses because, they're pulling them off of the unemployment where they were making, you know, $800 a, a week. Right. You know? and, and we can't compete with that. I mean, not, not with, yeah. with, uh, uh, techs, you know? Yeah. And so it, 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 as, as 
as good a, a motive as it was to have that high of a federal backing, it created a very awkward situation for employers who we're just trying to keep our business going. You know, we, I mean, I certainly don't want to pull that money, that money away from my employees, you know, if, if they're getting that um, through the unemployment, but at the same time, it's, it's supposed to go to people who don't have jobs, <laughs> you know, right. And now they have a job. And, and yeah. I think, um, I think people in general can be short sighted and wanting to get that $600 that they're willing to lose a long term, well paying uh, job to just to get that, that quick money. Um, yeah. But, I think, think it's crazy, but I've heard a lot of people having that, that yeah. issue. I think it's, it's almost created a whole nother problem for businesses. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think that, um, I think that employees feel that they'll just be able to go get another job, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that may be the case, but you know, it may not be the case. Yeah. <laughs> because once that, that $600, um, you know, bonus is gone, there's going to be a lot of people looking for work. Yeah. So, um, you know, but that's a trade off and that's, that's a decision that each, each in, uh, employee has to make. Yeah. And as an employer, all I can do is I can, I have to do what it's going to take to keep my business going. You know, that's all yeah. I can do. Uh, as much as I do care about my employees and, and respect their situations and decisions. Um, my priority is I, I got to do what I, I can. And, and I did hire a new guy and uh, he's, he's, I mean, really hungry, which is, that's what I wanted, awesome. you know, and, and he's, he just wants to work as much as he can, which I'm not saying I, I want someone who's going to kill themselves for the business. Um, but he appreciates the the work, you know, he's yeah. really appreciative. In fact, he even told one of his friends uh, who works in a restaurant and he came to me to apply, but I couldn't take on two. He, he's not, th this guy who I hired isn't new, but he's not a professional window cleaner. He knows how to handle a squeegee. Um, he worked for a window cleaning company, but like he doesn't fan, has no mm. experience with water fed, and he's never been up on a ladder, you know, that type of stuff. So mm. he's not a trainee in the strictest sense of the word, but um, he, he needs some work. You know, I can't just send him to uh, uh, do some jobs on his own just quite yet, at least not residential. You know, I've been saying yeah. commercial stuff. Well, I mean, that's good because then you can train him how you want him to work. and Yeah might end up being a better employee anyways. Well, but you know, it's, I don't, I don't even think better employees is even the right word. I think it's just more hungrier, you know, it's yeah, appreciative. Yeah. And that's what I, I really want. I want whoever comes in because I feel like we have a really good work environment. We have good pay scale. We have good benefits. Um, and I feel all I'm asking is that people work hard, you know, work hard, yeah. be dependable, treat my customers right. And I'll treat you right. Um, and so it's just nice to have, uh, at least the guy that I hired with fit those, that mold, you know, and I mm -hmm. think that's all you can really ask is for someone to, to, to do that. And, and, uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, if, if yeah. this guy comes back and <clears throat> I'll be happy if, if I have to, if I find somebody else, then, you know, we'll just go on with the business too. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, some people have been in really difficult spots, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing. Not to go too far off where you were going, but I, I, I saw you do it and I tried to, you know, do this as well. Uh, you know, there was a lot of programs available, mm -hmm. grants and things. I applied for lots of stuff. I, I did get the PPP loan. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't get anything, any of the other grants at this point or loan. Well, I did get accepted for the loan, um, but I, I didn't end up taking that. The, um, the EIDL? 
the idol owner? Yeah. Okay. But I think like, you know, I, you see some people complaining about things, but at the same time, they weren't putting a lot of work into mm-hmm. trying to get these programs. So I think even though I didn't expect any of it, I think it is important when you're facing situations to yeah. do, take advantage of whatever could be a bit available. Yeah. Or at least try. I, I, I think, um, I think there's a couple issues at play with that. Um, one, and this is just from talking with, you know, cause I, I did try to help a lot of people behind the scenes, you know, just mm-hmm. DMing them and answering questions. Cause I had already gone, I was one of the first ones, as soon as Arizona was declared a, a disaster area, I, I went and applied. I mean, I did everything. I, I just learned everything I could about it. Um, mm-hmm. Megan likes was very helpful to, to yeah. get things in order. Um, and I just, I am, I became a student of the PPP and the idle loan. And, and frankly, um, with it changing so much, so much mm-hmm. of what I learned back then is totally different now, you know? Um, but what I noticed is that the, um, a lot of, because, because window cleaners are in, independent minded um, and and a lot of them are sole proprietors, you know, they don't run their books um, in the way that you need to, to qualify for the PPP. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. just did disbursements and they would just kind of pay them, have the business just transfer money into their accounts. And you can't count disbursements yeah. uh, as income. So they they didn't qualify for the PPP because of their pay structure and how they did it. But one of the best bits of advice I got maybe two years ago. Well, no, actually, I got the advice a long time ago. I implemented it two years ago. <laughs> uh, was um was to just go on salary, just become yeah. a salaried employee. And, um, I, you know, it's just one of those things, you're just being lazy. I had incorporated, oh, no, I guess it's been more than two years. It's because we incorporated about four years ago. Because when, when I incorporated, that was the first thing I did. I said, okay, I'm now an employee. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to, this is how much I'm making a week. Even if we make a whole bunch of money more, this is what I'm making. If we don't make enough money, this is what I'm making. This is, this is just now an, a business expense. And that is so, man, so many headaches are avoided now just from doing that. You know, my, my, I used to have such highs and such lows and now it's just so much, you know, it's, it's so much more, uh, streamlined and, and, and if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have qualified for the PPP because I wouldn't yeah. have had, I, cause that's what I did. I, I used disbursements, you know, I just transferred yeah. money when I made money. And then when I didn't make money, I didn't, didn't transfer it, you know? Um, so that was, that's one thing I think with, with that. The other is. I think that's a good point though, because I, I two years when we started here, mm-hmm. that was a change I did and night and day. I mean, yeah, I do my personal taxes. It takes me like yep. 20 minutes. Yep. I get a paycheck. Uh, all my taxes are pulled. Everything's done. Mm-hmm. I can run payroll quickly. It makes it. And then, and like you said, that's what helped us get qualified um, for the loan. But I think it's, it's so cheap to do, to do a payroll mm-hmm. that it really should, I, I would with you there. I think everybody should look into doing it. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't cost much if you want to go through a bookkeeper or like you can even just use QuickBooks and there just pay a little extra month and, and do your own payroll through QuickBooks. Um, yeah. we did that for, for a little while. And then I finally just, uh, you know, got someone to do it for me because, um, it's, it's for me, I just, it's just one of those things I'd rather not waste my time on, you know, I'd yeah. much rather pay somebody else to do that. Um, we use square. Yeah. Square does payroll $45 and all I have to do is enter the hours. Yes, exactly. Or well, 
I, I do salary, but if right. my wife works, I just enter her hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, so the other thing too that I've noticed is um, window cleaners, because I think we are hardworking, honest people, generally speaking, I, I think they're very hesitant to take anything that would be considered charity. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, some of the people that I spoke with were like, you know what, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'll get by. See, that should go to someone else who really needs it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I understand that thinking and I think it's a very honorable type of thing, way to think, but just like what you said, um, these programs are for us. Mm-hmm. They're for the companies, you know? And so it's not a charity. It's, it's a strategy to keep small businesses going. Yeah. Know? And I mean, they structure them so that they get used for the right reason. Exactly. Now, now that being said, if, if like, for instance, I know a couple people who they did not slow down at all through this, they, they had work. So mm-hmm. those people, they don't want to accept. I totally get that. That, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. And I don't, if, if I had stayed busy, I don't think I would have gone through the, tr- the hassle as well. But I mean, my, I went down to about 20% of my, my April income, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I made. And, and uh, like you said, I had to furlough my workers. This allowed me to bring them back or at least, you know, rehire. And um, it, it, it's now, it, it hasn't quite, I haven't quite caught up to where I should have been, but I'm very close. And I, and I believe as long as things kind of stay steady through June, uh, I should be kind of get caught up again and be back uh, on board thanks to the PPP. That's good. Um, yeah. And, and again, that's what it's for, you know, that's mm-hmm. what it's, it's there for, but you know, Hey, I, I totally respect someone who is, you know, doesn't want to, you know, they view it as a handout or they view it as, as a, a giveaway or, or being bought by the government, you know, that type of thing. Mm. Um, and, and it's a choice. I mean, everyone makes that choice. I, yeah. I just uh, think that um, a lot of, of struggles could be avoided uh, if, if they just, you know, understood it for what its purpose was, which is to help. But again, that's, that's everybody's, everybody yeah. has to make, there's not a wrong, there's not a wrong answer for that. You know, what works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for another person. So, um, you know, we respect everyone, but, um, yeah, those, those were kind of the two main things I think that stopped people from, from uh, mm-hmm. taking advantage of, at least in the window cleaning community, you know, uh, um, but it, 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 it has helped. I know, I know several in ITF who did receive it and, and they've been using it. And um, uh, I know for me, the, the biggest benefit for this one, I've been able to bring my employees back, uh, but I've been able to do so much work on my business, so much restructuring, taking care mm-hmm. of things that have needed to be taken care of for months. You know, it's allowed me to, to, be, to be an owner instead of just being mm-hmm. another worker, you know, being another tech. Um, and, and man, I, I've just really not, not just the money that we're making now, uh, but the, the changes that I've, I've made within these last you know few weeks have saved us a, a bunch of money. And, and, um, again, things that I've just needed to do and I just haven't had the time to do because I've been on the glass. You yeah. Know, I've been able to dedicate and now I can actually focus on that. So, what I'm afraid of is it's spoiling me. <laughs> and, then, and then when October hits, uh, I'm going to look at that squeegee and be like, oh, I don't want to wear that. <laughs> I don't want to put that belt on. And, you know, I don't want to be waking up at, you know, 530 in the morning anymore. So. I do think, though, like, if you, if you did it right and you, and you planned during this time, uh, you'll come out of this a stronger business. I hope because so. Because you're going to cut off 
fat that yeah needed to be done. You had some time, like you said, to restructure, to think about uh, changes you need to make. And mm -hmm. so I think a lot of companies will come out doing better and be more yeah. profitable and uh, in the long run. And I think that's also another added benefit of the PPP kind of uh, um, an unquantified value is because I have been given this business, this, this money from the government that could have gone to other people. I almost feel a responsibility to make use of this time to better my business. Almost like if I don't, then I'm being disrespectful to the, the, the program uh, that I'm not using it in the way that it was intended, you know, through the spirit of the law. And um, so it, it's kind of put a fire under me, you know, a management fire. And I've, I've, you know, made some changes to my website that we've, we've needed to, I've changed it. I changed banks. I've been wanting to do that for, you know, a couple of years now, we're finally starting to do the switch over. I changed my credit processing uh, company that we use. Um, we've re uh, re upped uh, um, some of our advertising uh, campaigns that we've done that I've just been put off to the side that I just haven't been able to direct. Now we're starting them again and we're already seeing it. I mean, we're so busy right now, you know, we're yeah. already seeing the benefits. And I'm just thinking, man, if I would have just done this a year ago, I mean, but I just never had time, right. I never right. had time to devote to this type of thing. And now I do. Um, and so I, I just really feel a responsibility, um, uh, under me personally, that if they gave this to me, I need to make sure I'm doing everything I can to take advantage of this gift, you know, to show, to show by my actions that I appreciate, uh, what's been offered yeah. and, and, That's uh, good. so far it's, it's paid off really well. So of course, a lot of it yeah, depends on how the, how the economy goes, you know, in the next few months, we'll, we'll have to sure see but um but so far it's been great and, and i'm really uh, thankful for it yeah yeah i know for us that was kind of one of the things too because we we fared pretty well coming out of this uh and, and receiving that so we kind of moving forward we were going to do five percent to like local charities yeah uh small well right now we're doing the feed um feeding philly you know ones awesome. that are in need so just kind of as a thank you or giving back to those that still do need help. So no, just trying to do things like that. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. We have a campaign called GSWC cares, uh, hashtag GSWC cares, and we're donating cleanings to uh, local nonprofits. So we've done like uh, the trot, which is uh, the Tucson, um, no, it's therapeutic, uh, riders of Tucson and mm. it, it's just such a neat, neat program where they uh, um, it, it's, it helps people with uh, anxiety issues, uh, developmental issues. And it, it, they allow them to ride the, these little kids to ride horses and it teaches them how to be riders and builds their confidence and the cool. bonding that they do with the horses is really, really neat. You know, we did that. Uh, we, we've donated probably about a thousand dollars in different charities uh, just in this few weeks. And we've got several more that are coming up. We're hoping to clean for the Ronald McDonald house right now. They're, they're closed because wow. of COVID, but they said they're going to reach out to us in June. So we're hoping to be able to clean the Ronald McDonald house. Also the boys and girls club. We're still trying to work out to clean the, ex do exterior cleanings for their buildings in Tucson. I think they've got like eight or so. Um, and so we've got a bunch of charities uh, lined up and we're hoping before the PPP is over that we'll have uh, been able to donate, you know, about $2,500, $3,000 in, in free window cleanings, you know, and again, like you said, that's just part of what we feel we've been given this gift. We should at least give back to organizations that deserve that, you know? And, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, that's awesome that you're able to contribute to to that. I mean, if we can pick a foundation that is helping others, we should, you know, yeah. have that money go to that. Awesome. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for your time, man. It's been a great discussion. Uh, yeah. Sure miss you and Carissa, uh, but glad you guys are doing so well over there. Please give her my love. And uh, again, just please uh, continue doing what you do with uh, uh, um, in ITF. You've been a really valued member. And I know uh, that was really nice of you to do up that, uh, redo that logo for uh, Anthony uh, Padlow. That was uh, pretty right. nice. And, uh, you know, that, but that's the spirit that we want to, uh, uh, have in, in ITF. It's one of charity. It's one of giving. It's one of helping each other out. Um, and because we all just want to do, you know, want to do what we can to feed our families and to keep our businesses going and to work smarter, not harder, you know. So um, yeah. thanks again for all you do. And, and thanks for taking the time for the interview. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for asking me and appreciate what all the admins do. It's nice having that group. I don't follow many groups anymore, but I do like ITF uh, just because it's got a nice feel to it yeah yeah we try to try to keep that feel absolutely and hopefully i was nicer than the other guy huh yeah yeah <laughs> much <laughs> all right man well you take care all you flow you guys have a great weekend and we'll catch you later take care yeah, see you